Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com podcast. So you have to understand, right, when it comes to crypto, I have a fundamental underlying love. This is my hobby. I yeah. love this stuff. Mm-hmm. So That's an understatement. Exactly. So I'm telling you, man, I, I like like obsessed. Obsessed. So the idea that you know this happening is going to make me cry or make me like not want to do crypto anymore is so untrue. No. Like like but I just want to make sure that people understand that like crypto's not going anywhere. Welcome back to Shit They Do Not Tell You What About Podcast. My name is Crypto King Steve Green. My name is Crypto Queen Nikki Limo Green. And today we are talking about, indeed, the collapse of Terra Lunas, or as I call it, loonies. As I call it, things that get me dining room furniture. Facts. That was fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. So this is one that, well... If you're part of Crypto Corner, you guys already know and the entirety of my feelings on this subject because we all went through it live together, which was a fucking hell of a ride. How long was that uh, live stream? Which one? Well, the one that like right after it happened or during it well, happened. So we did it every night that okay. it was going on. So well, how like, long are your live streams usually? Just so uh, people usually, that don't. So usually like we can go three to four hours. Like when he says entirety of how he's feeling, like it's. These oh, are long dude, yeah. ass so, well, streams. Well, yeah, but it was like, I mean, we're, it was more of, it was less a normal crypto corner and more like we're in a war room. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying that you truly will get all of the details yes. of like, no, how, you can see play by play everything yeah, that went yeah. on. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was a, it was a crazy, crazy time, um, especially because, you know, being in Luna for so long, like I was in Luna for like over a year. So I knew like the ins and outs. I knew, you know, people who are associated with team members and stuff. So it was very, um, you know, it was very like you're, you felt like you believe in uh, this yeah. this project. And that's why you, you put because your money Because you know in. why you believe in the yeah, project. You know why you believe in it. And then, you know, we got attacked, which is something that, you know, there's a lot of news organizations that come out. And, you know, you know from being on YouTube, if the news is going to talk about something, they don't really know what they're talking about. They just sort of regurgitate something that they heard from some source and then they like spit it out. Well, not a lot of people know a lot about like in depth about crypto. Like it's not like so oh, dude, but to even get an expert on the subject is hard. But even expert, yeah. like even forget experts, right? It's like somebody who just knows what Luna even is. Yeah, exactly. So like when people are talking about like 
Well, it was clearly a Ponzi scheme the whole time. It's like, dude, you and there are don't know anything. There about are it. scam coins. Absolutely, out there. there's shit. Tons but this of was them. not one. Well, look, you can you can you can maybe argue. It's like, well, I think it was one because it's like that's nice and all, but like there was a lot going on with Luna that you know the people who are doing these retrospectives now that Luna, you know, uh, Luna Classic is what it's now referred to. Um, is is quote unquote dead or whatever, even though it's it still has like a fucking billion dollar market cap. Um, but to me, it's very much like not something I'm interested in. Like the old Luna is not something I'm interested in because the tokenomics got fucking put out of out of whack. But the point is, is that there's just so much more going on under the hood than what the layman's are are mentioning when mm-hmm. you watch this stuff or like when you read about this stuff. Like it's just like a Ponzi has collapsed. And it's like, dude, that is not like what's actually going on. So that's what I want to kind of talk about, right? Yeah. So so and and by the way, you know, when I talk about this, I'm talking about something that has just happened. So like we're still sifting through the rubble trying to understand like the actuality and that like we understand the totality. But the actuality of everything that happened and the intent behind it and like the full you know, story is still being uncovered, but things that we do know now, um, and even that at the time, which is that like, you know, UST, which is the backbone of, of Luna, it, it it's what's, what's called an algorithmic stable coin. So for every $1 of UST that you generate, $1 of Luna gets burned. You know, when the federal reserve prints a dollar, there's nothing backing it anymore. It they got rid of gold, the, but it's yeah, not. they got rid of the gold standard with Nixon, and now it's just like, hey, it's backed on, you know, American hegemony and our military, and up until recently the petrodollar, and perhaps that's being phased out. But that's so like, what's really backing it is belief, right? It's just people going, well, I know that if I earn a lot of this, it will, I'll be able to trade it for a lot of that, right? Or if if I earn a little bit of this, I'll be able to trade it for a little bit of that. That's the idea behind it, right? Behind money is is belief, um, because um, very few fiat currencies are collateralized by anything anymore. So with with UST, that was the idea behind it. Is like if you could um, create or if you could control um, the supply by tying it to the price of Luna, you could burn a dollar of Luna for every one dollar of UST you generate, which kept like this nice um, balance. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, what happened was we did so well, you know, we went up 2000% since I bought it. I was buying it $5, right? So, so this thing went to fucking $119, like $100, almost $20, $119.85, I think is what the all time mine was. So, like, this thing was went wild. And I'll never forget, you know, there's a lot of emotions that goes on when, when that's happening, right? Because mm-hmm. <clears throat> my entire thing about crypto is I am a fan of the space first and foremost. I love what it does. I love what it says. I love that. I love the idea of it. The idea that money can be censorship proof. The idea of Bitcoin is like, you know, when when um, we went through the financial crisis of 2008, mm-hmm. you know, my family got impacted by that. Yeah. And the way that, you know, Wall Street can get drunk with power and then 
all the president has to say is, you know, Wall Street got drunk, <laughs> LOL, we're going to bail them out anyway. There's no bailout coming for people, though. There's bailouts coming for yeah. for the big guys. Exactly. Which just happened with COVID, too, right? With COVID. If you who, watch the movie The Big Short, they... Absolutely. Yeah. But who got all the money during COVID? And, and, yeah. I, and, you know, and, you know, you could ring the bell all you want and say, hey, this inflation's going to be crazy bad on, on people. But, you know, at the time, people were going, well, I'm getting my little check. And I was trying to argue at the time, well, at least we should give people bigger checks. Yeah, because like, if, if we're going to be a massive inflation anyway. Give it to the people. Yeah. Let the people have like, I think it was like $23,000 a person or something instead of what it ended up being, which was like $1,200 a person. Um, but yeah, at least the people will reap the benefits before you guys destroy it yeah. by overinflating the money supply, which is exactly what we're all dealing with right now. And if they had given, given bigger checks, it would have gone back into the economy anyway. Like it would, like people would have... People aren't just going to hoard it. Yeah, like they they want they want to buy things. That's why, you know, every time there's economic stimulus, it's always through checks to people because they know that people are going to spend it on goods and yeah. items. So yeah, but um, you know, I've always been a big believer in the in the crypto space because of those fundamental beliefs. Now, just like stocks and crypt and companies and Wall Street, there are bullshit things out there definitely and mm -hmm. i try to avoid them as much as i possibly can because i have a lot of experience in the space i've been in the space since 2013 i was buying bitcoin then i was buying ethereum in 2017 when nobody even heard of it yet and and this is like post dow hack ethereum where or, or uh, i'm sorry 2016 2017 and this is post dow hack ethereum when everyone was like ah, i don't want to touch that because that got fucked with right and the yeah. dow hack was like ethereum has a big dow it's like a big community fund and there was an exploit not in the smart contract code of ethereum which has never been uh, successfully hacked before but in the um the way that they were able to to um trick the Dow fund into paying them out, it had nothing to do with smart contracts on Ethereum. Uh -huh. Okay. That's so, so that's the tech a, wasn't the tech wasn't, at, wasn't hacked. at fault. It was an exploit. Yeah. And and so that ruined for a time the reputation of Ethereum, which is now everyone talks about as like, you know, it's not the gold standard, it's like the silver standard of yeah. crypto, right? Everyone talks about Bitcoin, Ethereum. Mm -hmm. So um so yeah, I, I I'm a big believer in the space because of all those things, right? But so, you know, I was buying Bitcoin, then I was buying Ethereum, then I moved a lot of my, I moved like all my Ethereum into a coin called OMG at the time, which, which, you know, so my Ethereum exploded, it was crazy, I was buying between 6 and $8, mm -hmm. this thing went to like fucking 1200 bucks. Mm -hmm. I sold probably around 350 to 380 is when I was dumping my Ethereum, right? Mm -hmm. Pretty sick gains. Yeah. But... Could have had way more if I just held on, right? Mm -hmm. So you learn as you go. Like I learned from holding my Bitcoin when I first bought Bitcoin, it was like a thousand bucks each. It goes all the way down to like two hundred dollars, mm -hmm. right? And it was like even worse. I think it was like a, it was like one twenty, mm -hmm. right? Great time like, to scoop. Right, like like, like imagine nine if days you imagine if you it. was at one twenty and you bought like. 10 of them. Oh, like, everyone was telling me I was an idiot, like though. like 1,500 of them. I, yeah, I know. You remember that? I remember that, Because I yeah. bought it, and you you weren't calling me an idiot. I but wasn't calling you an idiot. I was You just wanted to be rooting, included in the I decision. I was uh, heckling you mm -hmm. and, and rooting for um, you to lose because mm -hmm. I didn't get included in the in the purchasing in the yeah. and well, I didn't get to be a participant. I didn't get to be like, yay, we're on the same team That's winning. True. I just had to be like, find out about it later, and I found out you did it with some dude, and I'm like, 
I I wish it was I wish we were best friends, but that's cool. Yeah, yeah, totally understandable. But that's my point, right? Is like I was buying it then, and then even when everyone was like, "This is this was stupid. This Ponzi's dead," I held it. Yeah. Right, and I was like, "Oh, I like the idea behind this a lot." I read the Satoshi white paper at the time. I didn't really fucking understand most of it, but I, I understood what he was getting at with his like the opening, which was yeah. about like Wall Street and how you know, how the financial crisis has happened. And that was what inspired his, his Bitcoin play. Right. So, so I, I, um, that's, so you have to understand, right. When it comes to crypto, I have a fundamental underlying love. This is my hobby. I love this stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's an understatement. Exactly. So I'm telling you, man, I, I like, like obsessed, obsessed. So the idea that, you know, this happening is going to make me cry or make me like not want to do crypto anymore is so untrue. No. Like, like, but I just want to make sure that people understand that like crypto is not going anywhere because of a setback. It's not going anywhere. There's been setbacks before. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's not done, dude. So, and this isn't about me either. This is about, this is about so many more things bigger than me. So, you know, so yeah, when, when I found out about Luna, so this is like, you know, we're we're coming off of the bear market after I purchased Omise Go, which forexed from when I bought it. Mm-hmm. So that was tight, right? It was buying it like between six and seven, and it went to twenty eight dollars, right? And I remember I didn't sell it then, which I should have done, because I thought it had so much more of a higher ceiling, right? Because of of all the things that I had been reading about. Again, I get obsessed with this stuff. And I like understand a lot of the use cases and really also to like the problem that they're trying to solve. That's what I get super, super obsessed with mm-hmm. because like that's that's what I'm targeting. What is the problem they're trying to solve? At the time it was it was um, uh, using crypto as money, okay. but like like frictionlessly. Right. Like a Visa card or yes. like a. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So like using it as payment. Um, which is so difficult, actually, because that's why Ethereum is going through what it's going through, where they're trying to merge now this summer, and they're talking about doing Ethereum 2.0. But the idea is that Ethereum can't scale, which is why Cardano exists, which is why AVAX exists, which is why Solana exists, which is why all these other layer ones exist, including Terra Luna, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're all competing together to try to scale transactions to the level that um, would not necessarily kill Ethereum because everyone – well, I don't believe that. Some people yeah. do believe that, right? So I don't want to – speak for them but i don't think that that's going to happen i think that what ethereum does is unique and that people are trying to just do what ethereum does better mm-hmm. kind of like how ibm like ms dos to exactly. like windows that's exactly yeah it. yes or even you know apple os versus windows yeah so which is the current deal right or coke and pepsi mm-hmm. there's just always going to be different flavors for and there the should different be taste. yeah and there yeah. should be competition's great for innovation great. and it all is. yeah but crypto as payment has always been the golden goose. Something that I've been chasing since I moved my Ethereum into uh, OMG. OMG. That was what attracted to yes, you to that project. Because I believe in that. And when somebody cracks it, it'll be worth it for me to be there, right? So, you know, so now you can fast forward. We're in 2000 and, oh boy, it was 2019 when I, I remember, I remember um, we were scooping OMG during the bear market. Mm-hmm. And it got all the way low, dude. So I bought it 28, right? It goes all the way down to 30 something cents. And I kept buying it. I kept buying it. And I remember people just thinking I'm nuts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I remember my brother during Christmas time. Um, he's like, 
I was telling him about how I'm still an OMG. And my family at the time, I've talked about this before, but they're all like not talking to me about crypto. They don't want to hear it. Yeah. And But Kenny was down. Yeah. Kenny's like, yo, sell me. What His the fuck's brother. going on? Yeah, my little brother Kenny. Kenny's also a big part of Crypto Corner. I love Kenny. But um, I love my whole family. But it, but the, that's the point, right? So so then um, Ken, I told Kenny, I'm like, dude, OMG's coming back. They're working on central bank digital currencies, which is like, you know, the idea behind that is like, Central banks are going to want to issue their own cryptos eventually, right? Mm -hmm. Who's going to be the provider, right? And so OMG had been working with this bank called SCB10X, which is like this huge Siam Siam um, commercial bank is the biggest bank in Thailand. It's a huge, huge, huge get. So they had this woman named Vansa who her family was extremely tied into a lot of those contacts at Siam commercial bank. And so... I thought that that was my edge, right? And so I was scooping it during the bear with that as my rationale. And not to suck my own dick too hard, but it paid off big, right? We went from 35 cents to $10 in like fucking a week or mm -hmm. something. Once we exploded, it was nuts. Probably more than a week, probably a month actually, because in the time you're so zoomed into shit. Yeah. But like it was quick, right? Very quick. It I was remember fast. That. I remember telling Nadim, I remember telling all the JK I just remember JK a flood of people congratulating you. And like some of them, just like when Luna crashed, like people were like talking to me, like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, I don't even know what happened. And yeah. then uh, yeah. people were, when that went up, people were like, congratulations. I'm like, yeah. I don't even know what's happening. I know. So, <laughs> but yeah, so, so, you know. And for me, it's look. It's the money's great. The yeah. money's great. It's all great, but that's really not what it's about. It's about getting more crypto. My game is getting more crypto mm -hmm. with my moves, and being part of the movement, right? So, so yeah. When OMG was going off, it was like the first coin to come back. I mean, a bunch of coins were coming back, right? But it was like the first coin to fucking explode out of the bear market, and that had been the one that I was accumulating the most. And so, uh, let's fast forward a little bit. So that was like August of two thousand and nineteen. Yes. And then I remember the market kind of retracted after that, right? OMG mm -hmm. goes back down yeah. from the $10. I didn't really capitalize on that gainer yet. No. Because I was like, dude, the bull is back. Let's go. It seemed promising that it would continue going up. Absolutely. Yeah. But but that's the thing. You don't ever know. No, you don't. You know. just don't well, know. Well, just like you don't know. Because people are like, yeah, it's always a gamble. But I mean, yeah, but so is the stock market. And by Absolutely. the way, when we're talking about scam coins and stuff, if there was a coin out there that promised you would always it would always decrease in value at an average about six to eight percent a year, wouldn't you call that a scam coin? <laughs> and uh, that's the United States dollar. Hey, nice. That's what I always think about when people are oh, like, yeah. I can't believe you fell for blah blah. I'm like, I, I actually realize you know, but some but yeah. people like, but then you're putting it all into say a savings account that's losing on average six to eight percent in value every year that's a scam yeah look it's, it's not all backed look, by look, anything as long as people understand that when you're doing crypto moves it really is money that you do not you can't like you're putting in like like money that you're like yo i am just putting this in and if i never see this money again it doesn't yes, ruin my life absolutely like holy shit yeah. like the idea of doing anything else is stupid of course right and that's why people would rather bank on the guaranteed only losing six to eight percent a sure. year and then the possibility of and like i can't hate on them at invest, all especially yeah. with real money with yeah. real money no way right and then so so like when it comes to but i'm just i was just trying to say like you know the gamble thing it's like 
everything's in in the investing world in finance in in any investments is like somewhat of a gamble all you can do is take is research a fuck ton Mm -hmm. and make the best educated lowest risk decision yes and then you based on how, how how much risk there is you can allocate less or more of your bankroll to it yes or if it's very high risk then yeah that is a little bit more of a gamble and only put in money that you're willing to lose yeah and for me look the crypto space like me like i've said many times me and nikki only ever put like probably eighteen thousand dollars into crypto yeah and that's the idea right is like hey okay if you're so good at this grow it right mm-hmm. like if you if you got the moves you don't need that much like you don't need to put the real money in like some people are like i'm gonna sell my house and put all the fucking money in yeah. it's like dude if you if you know what you're doing mm-hmm. or, or like at least if you do your research and you have confidence and faith in what you're purchasing and you believe that what you're buying is a deal then you don't need to put in this ridiculous amount you, you your move will pay off it's the impatience i know, you know and, and it's greed and it's a lot of things it's fomo get rich quick of stuff, course but then they want to you know but then they're like well, you fell for a get rich quick scheme. I'm like, no, you, but you want a get. Yeah. Ri- you're trying to do a get yeah. rich quick thing. You're gaming not, it like a get rich. Like, and it's, don't, it's, don't do it's that. It's so much more work than that. Actually, it's silly. if people who pay attention to this stuff know how much work it is, but people who don't, they'll just laugh at that. It's do fine. you sell your Mini Cooper though? I agree. Yeah. Um, look, dude, if you're if you're moving and your plan is that you can't move like all these cats and all this furniture, and <laughs> drive a moving truck and drive a car because we would need to move three cars and also we didn't know what our garage space situation yeah. was going to be we were are going to sell my fucking mini cooper Absolutely. but everyone like loves to, it's so funny no it's a fun it's a I fun headline it. i love it it's a fun title we were are going to sell my fucking car yeah it's the best but i yeah. mean it's the best time to sell a used car anyway it, it was perfect yeah but yeah then you know we'll, we'll get to that but yeah um so point being is that i i get into this omg omg comes back big leads the bull I was right about the research, wrong about the, the timing. timing. Yeah. That's going to be a theme. So, you know, um, so then, you know, um, it's December. I remember it's like pretty early in December. And I remember this company called Genesis Block Ventures, and they're big. Like they do, they buy um, a lot of different stuff inside of crypto. They're like a firm and a venture, capital, venture capitalist firm. And they buy a bunch of different projects and they, you know, they try to incubate them and work on them and, you know, try to integrate them with other projects and find use cases and, and sell them. And they bought OMG from uh, Sinka, which was formerly Omise. Um, and I remember just being like, okay, everything that I thought I knew, I have to pivot, right? Mm-hmm. I have to pivot. It doesn't matter all the wealth of knowledge I knew about OMG and Siam National Bank and all this stuff, throw it away. Like it's because it's no longer it's the same. It's no longer project. relevant. Yeah. It, it's under new management. We don't know anything about this new team. We don't know what they're going to do with it. Are they just going to wash trade it into oblivion? We don't fucking know. And so I immediately am just like, and I remember, I remember telling you this. I was like, I was like, babe, for the first time ever, I'm like, maybe I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with this stuff. And I'll never forget what you told me. You were like, you're like, what? You were like, you won't shut up about this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what you're doing with this stuff. You just, you know, you were you were really into this one. Throw it away. Yeah. And start and just start doing Because you have all the tools. Do. Exactly. Just take all your tools and put it into a different outlet, and and, into a different 
and project. You, and you told me to start doing what you do. And I that was beautiful for me. Mm. It was like I was a derby horse and I was released. I don't even remember saying that. <laughs> I'm a genius. <laughs> no, it was great. That was that was a dark day for me because yeah. I was because of the pivot, right? Yeah. Because you it was like the, you got the rug pulled out from underneath you. you and by the way, because at that time I was heavily um I was taking stock investing yes. courses and yes. studying Warren Buffett and value investing. And one of the biggest things that he like, there's four main things he researches before deciding to invest in, in a, uh, in a company and buy, buying stock or anything in, this, in a company. And one of the biggest ones is management. You know, yeah, he has to sure. trust the management. Exactly. They have to have it's a track so record. They have to, yep. he has to see like what they've done before. There has to be some sort of history with the management that you can put your point your finger at and be like, I, I trust them to guide the ship. Yes. And if you spend all those years understanding and trusting and knowing this particular management and then it just gets traded out of nowhere to mm. someone else. Sold. Yeah, sold. Sold to someone else and they didn't even tell any of you guys was, oh dude people on the team didn't know yeah i knew people on the team who i talked to all the time yeah like, when you're really in on something and you're researching it hard like and you spend time there you you really do integrate yourself as much as you can and hopefully you're not just reading about one project by the way the one that you bought hopefully you're reading about a bunch of stuff which is what i was doing but yeah. the one that i was mostly excited about mm -hmm. because of payments because of it attacking that use case yeah now it was a big question mark and i was like okay back to the drawing board Let's, you know, and I'm and I'm not kidding. At the time, I had downloaded this thing called Terra Station, mm -hmm. which was I had downloaded like fucking eight days prior to this even happening, and I was like, I was just checking it out because because a bunch of my my buddies were looking at it. I had heard of it before, and it was just something that I was kind of like floating around, but I had never committed to yet. And it was just part of the many things that I was looking at, right? Yeah. So then, I get into this coin called. Synthetics or SNS. I remember this. Yes. Yeah. And this other coin called AAVE. Mm -hmm. And I made those moves like pretty much within like three days because I was all, I was like ready to. It wasn't like I was fumbling, but I understood the timing of what I believe the four year cycle is was so important that I had to make sure that I I called my shot quickly Be, because if you're just gonna hang back on something that hasn't determined where they're going yet, which is what I was hearing from GBV, right? Mm -hmm. They had bought OMG and then they're going, we're not sure what we're gonna use it for yet. And I was like, oh, oh this is no. done, motherfucker. Yeah. I gave I gave those guys a couple days and I was like, no, 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 this is done. There's no direction, there's nothing. Mm -hmm. They bought this thing and they bought it for the name and this is gonna be a trader coin. That's yeah. what I told my brother. I was like, this is a trader coin now, we're fucking done. We dumped all of it for SNX and AV, right? Now those, proceed to do very well now what i liked about snx which i still like but it's just it's just there's a lot of question marks around it right now whereas back then there was the excitement of the bull market coming mm -hmm. back is the idea of like doing synthetic assets right so like you you if you're in a third world country you can't get a td ameritrade account yeah you can't you like get on you can't participate in the in the global market basically no and, yeah. and look at what the global market does for well look at what the united states economy has done for people who have worked all their lives and they had a 401k right mm -hmm. they were able to put money away and because these companies that their 401k invested into the blue chips and all that stuff um did well over the years, like zoomed out wise, mm -hmm. like they they went up 
those people have now way more firepower with smaller amounts of money, but people in third world countries can't access any of that, which I've always found to be fucked up. Yeah. I've always like disliked that disparity and always wanted to, I always thought there would be so much value in that, especially as you look up, I don't know if you know anything about remittance payments into Mexico and into Mm -hmm. Canada or whatever, mostly in Mexico, but it's like, it's like people who work in the United States um, who send money home to family have to deal with Western Union and like yeah. losing their ass. Like they could lose 30% yeah. to fees. It's ridiculous. And it's just holding yeah. these people hostage yeah. because they're not citizens and then they get held hostage and then all these big like um, like like Western Union get to profit off of it mm-hmm. and they're providing a minimalist service yeah. And but there's nowhere else to go. Mm-hmm. And so crypto for me paves the way for that. Like you wanna know why I like crypto like again, guys, how many times? How many am I sitting here talking about the money I made? Like I'm talking about the movement. Yeah, like, there's so much to this movement that I love. So, so yeah, I was very invested in in, in that the idea of that, right? So, um, SNX, they'll take a stock, and then you know you can. It's really it's really up to the to the person, right? So like if you like something, mm-hmm. and and it's like Amazon or whatever the hell it is, right? Like Tesla. You know, I'm talking about really high performing stocks, but if you like those things and you're work and you're working in a third world country, you could invest in them because the um, the stock that you're purchasing mirrors the price action. So you're not owning a stock like in certificate form. You don't own part of the company. You own part of the price action. So the that's action, that's yeah. how you get access to it, it's which I thought was a very like, you know, it's already part of our economy anyway. Yeah. Like that exists in the derivatives market. People mm-hmm. who just want to buy things that are, you know, going to go up, number go up, number go down. But it's like you're betting. It's a big, big sports almost ish yeah. betting market. And the derivatives market, I don't know if people know this, it's the biggest fucking market in the world, multi trillion dollar industry. I didn't know that actually. It's the biggest market. There is no bigger market than the derivatives market, right? So to me, it's a no brainer. Putting um, synthetic assets on the blockchain and allowing access to, to like underprivileged society is hugely beneficial mm-hmm. so i wanted to put my money there right and and then i was getting the aave which is like you know more of a lending thing on ethereum it's more about like you can put up a certain amount of collateral without anyone's permission and and so like you know i don't know if you're well you know how this works with people but like there are nice people out there who can't get loans because and even when they bring collateral and they go i have this yeah the bank will still deny them yeah. because of whatever bullshit from their past, or it just or it doesn't work with the system. Doesn't work the, with the system with the check check boxes that they need checked. Yeah, like if you're an independent contractor, or All if kinds you're of stuff. like you know your tax records are off here in this part. Like yeah, there's so many so much criteria. So welcome back to the movement. Yeah, I'm like that sucks. I want to put my money where people could have power, right? So it's like. That makes sense to me. If you want to bring your collateral somewhere, they shouldn't even have to know who the fuck you are, right? It should be tethered to your collateral so you put your collateral somewhere, right? And then that collateral can be used to borrow against, which is the entire idea behind mm-hmm. like many facets of our economy is borrowing. Um, and now you can use that borrowed money for whatever you want. It doesn't it's up to you, right? But that's what I like. I like that the freedom. It's like I want I want to risk this for that. I want to and that's what people are doing when they're buying houses and all kinds of I'm mm-hmm. putting this amount up as collateral and I want to buy this house, right? Uh, that's the idea. But so I believed in in those things. 
So those did really well, very quickly, because we're back in a bull market. Mm -hmm. It's not because I'm such a fucking genius or anything like that. I just saw a need, I saw the driver, and I saw the purpose behind it, and I and was the like, timing. I am the timing, and I was like, I'm going in. Those did very well quickly out the gate. So then I already got my stack strength going, right? And now we're gonna take a break. Yes, cliffhanger, wow. Yeah, exactly. Like, and then what? I know. Well, you'll find out we'll after right we talk about these things in which you should Can buy you or download. Like this shit? I'm fucking passionate. Yeah, Let's you go. are very passionate. Yeah, I love this stuff. There's so many parallels too to stuff that I'm passionate about. So I know I can keep up with yeah, that it's stuff fun without man. even really knowing what you're talking about. Like I yeah. can understand what you're talking yes. about. Yes, yes, yes. Which yes. I hope that's what people are getting out there too. Exactly. Anyway, we will be back in a minute. But listen to us talk about things. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you to, like, thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you want to rate it, that would be really awesome for us. Like, Listen, we're on break. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. We're just talking to you like people. As a friend. And we just want to say, please rate the show because it helps out huge amounts. Like, we're not desperate. We're, like, kind of desperate. We're giving shout outs right now to all the people who are giving it ratings. So, huge shout out right now to Brian Jorgensen. That was sick of you, dude. Thank you. God bless. Uh, huge shout out right now to Mark. Mark W. in Springfield, Connecticut. Back to our podcast. Jenny Blake. Hey, back to our podcast. In Tuscany, and Florida. And back to our podcast. God bless you. Thank you. Steven. Huge. 
Thank you for supporting the show. <laughs> and we're back. Thanks for buying what we told you to buy. Yes. Now, Steve, what happened now that you got your stack going back in 2000, was it 2020? So, yeah, this is probably February-ish. Um, 2020. Wait, is it 2020? I know, but pandemic years, like, yeah, there's su- such a blur. You know what? I might need, it might have been 2020 and then this is 2021. The down day that you had was December 2020. It was, right? Wait, yeah, it was. I think you're right. I think it was. Yeah, let's, let's go with that. My yeah. bad. Not 19, not 19. Okay. I don't remember either. Remember the New Year's? When, yeah. Remember the New Year's when I was like, yeah, I was but like, was it tw- 2020 back. or was it 2019? I can't even remember. No, okay, sorry guys. I think it was 2020 because we were like gonna buy a house in Vegas and like, yes, yes, you yes. Know, we yes. Were, like, it was 2020. Yeah, that's yeah, when we had point. started looking for houses in Vegas. Okay, yes, perfect. Was sorry about that. Not 2019, just zoom it forward a year. Okay, but yeah, that's the point. Uh, um, so yeah, now I got some stack strength going right, and I'm not married to anything. I'm like, just because I love these use cases and these projects, it doesn't mean that there's not something better out there. All of a sudden, you know, there emerges. Well, I had already been looking into Luna, like I said, December of now 2020 is mm-hmm. when I was getting Terra Station. Yeah. And so I was already tinkering around with it, but I couldn't figure out. I didn't understand a lot of the stuff in the white paper yet. So I really need to, like for me, I need to understand exactly how something works or I won't buy it. Like it doesn't matter. Somebody's like, I swear to God it's going up tomorrow. Oh, hey dude, did you hear about this? It's going up fucking next week. I'm like, I don't care if I don't understand it. Because if it goes down, which happens a lot in crypto. You want to know why. I want to I be able to justify why it's an opportunity and why I shouldn't just cut bait. Right. Right? Like, why is it still an opportunity? Because for the ones that you're looking at, you want them to go down so you can scoop them at a better price. Yes, at a deal. I can't wait. You're, that's exactly what Warren Buffett talks about with stocks is like, you're researching all these companies, you know why you want to buy them, but you're waiting for the timing and you can't wait for them to go down. No, Because you can't wait. usually it's for some reason that's not going to put the company in jeopardy. Yep. It's just like some emotional it, reason that the market has the nothing happening. to do with how great of a gem this is, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So, so, um, I'm looking at Luna, and I'm 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 just all the pieces just start coming together. There was, you know, they had at the time this payments um, processing thing called Chai, which was um, in South Korea, which was processing payments. Like if you went into a place, they were actually using the blockchain to process and confirm your transaction. And I didn't really I didn't really know quite the scale. I just knew there was like two million users for that, and I was like, damn, that's that's pretty much like what the OMG dream was. It's like you can you can put up your coins um, into a smart contract. You are validating transactions on this network, providing security to this network, and getting paid for providing the security to this network. And now um, payments are being processed and you're helping. Yeah. So I was like, damn, that's really, really sick, right? And what they were doing was being a stablecoin issuer or issuance provider. So it's like, you know, like I said earlier, for every one dollar of UST, which was the algorithmic stablecoin that was was underlying the entire Terra ecosystem. Um, but for every one dollar that you generate, one dollar of Luna gets burned. So I was like, man, that's really cool because you know it's not just an infinite supply; you can print as much as you want. And yeah. my biggest issue in crypto, which today is still a big fear, is this coin called tether which 
USDT, which is like, they say for every $1 that they generate, $1 of real world dollars gets placed into a vault in Peru and they don't allow you to audit it. And they swear to God that that's actually a mechanism that's happening, but they can't prove it. And they've only hired people that they pay to check that out. And they all swear to God that it's, that's true. So you can't actually audit this. Like, like crypto is about being transparent. Yeah. It's about exactly a public distributed ledger on the blockchain. Everyone can see what's going on. That's yeah. the idea behind it. Other than privacy coins, there's other outliers, but I'm talking about the general idea. So now you have a public distributed ledger and, but they say, and for the most used crypto, which is Tether. Yeah. We're talking about, you can add all the daily volume for Bitcoin and Ethereum together and you still don't reach Tether because that's how much get used a day because traders mostly use Tether to find safety after they make a move. Mm. So they're like, I made a move, I'm getting my 3%, 5%, whatever it is. But you're saying that safety might not be as safe as they think it is because we don't know. Yeah, There's the, just no way to prove. The, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. The underlying part of it is suspect. Yeah. And honestly, a lot of this stuff, like, you know, when it comes to that, yeah, can be suspect, right? Mm -hmm. Not just, it's not like, hey, it's just Heather, but I like the mechanism for UST maintaining it's pay. Yeah, because I remember when you were all about Tether and then you told me about this stuff. I was all about Tether in one way. Well, that, that, in an exit route way. Like after oh, a big Oh, yeah, I could cash yeah, into Tether. You yeah, could yeah. cash into Tether, yeah yeah, yeah. 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 As long as I did it quickly, I remember. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. And then, you know, there's now USDC, which is like more FDIC insured, issued by Coinbase. But, but Tether is still the king daddy. It probably won't be for much longer because USDC is really coming up the rear right now because of, because of what just happened with USD. Mm hmm. But it's one of those things where I was always suspect about USDT, like how how they don't prove it, they just say it. Yeah. And so Luna comes out and they're trying to be money on the blockchain, which is what I've always that's always been my killer use case. That yeah. that's the golden goose. Yeah. I want I want to be in on that. So it's like February of two thousand twenty. Me and my brother. Or 2021. Yeah. Me and my brother move from SNX AVE into Luna. And the next day, I mean, dude, this thing went from five to seven in like three days. It was like crazy. I remember this. Yeah. It was crazy. And then it went to fucking 12. And then it went to like 18. Because this is kind of around the time where you got Anthony Lee in. Yes. Well, no, that was April. Oh, okay. That was April. This is when I got Joe in. Okay, gotcha. Joe got in with me. Like right there, because okay. Joe just Joe was just like, "Yolo, let's fucking go." Yeah, <laughs> letting people know. Yeah, yeah. Not everyone. But I texted like, the boys. Not everyone. Like, yeah, yeah. Believe it or oh, not, yeah, there's some audience that don't listen to JK know, News that don't know who you're talking about. So, well, it's weird. I actually just forgot the cameras were here. I was just talking to you for a second. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, exactly. Thank you for that. Yes. But yeah. Um. So yeah, me and Joe are in, and then me and my brother are in, and then you know, Luna starts to explode, and you know, there was a big catalyst to that that I remember which is that Mike Novogratz of Galaxy had bought in and then that kind of had a ripple effect. Mm -hmm. And I knew about it before it even happened. That was when Luna was like 70 cents. Mm -hmm. And I didn't buy it then because I wasn't done doing my research, but I had heard about it beforehand um, that Mike Novogratz of Galaxy, which is a huge, they're a huge fund, right? They buy a lot of different stuff, but I had heard that they were, they had made a move on Luna and I didn't even take advantage then because I just wanted to understand it more 
Um, so then, you know, Luna goes to, like I said, five bucks, and that's when me and me and Kenny and Joe were were scooping it, right? Between so 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 it was like five and whatever, five fifty. But then Luna explodes five to seven, then seven to fucking twelve, and seven or then twelve to fucking fifteen. Mm-hmm. And and you know, the price action is really fun. You you love the price action stuff. You can get addicted to it even because it's like, man, my folios, how much now? Yeah, yeah. But the part that I liked about it was the underlying aspect of it. Of course. Like why like I the, bought it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I love when uh, my shares of Apple go up, but really like I invested because I use Apple all the time. Yes. That's so, yes. I get mad when Apple fucks up with their new products where they're like, yes. they do some stupid, make some stupid changes to their laptops that suck. I heard the new laptops really good though. The new MacBook Pros that really? just came out, like I heard those are they don't you don't need dongles anymore, all that shit. Finally, yeah, but like you know, it you don't need octopus arms hanging out of your fucking. Yeah, I, I, it's I, nice I when the stock goes up, but it's also like nice be- when the pro the thing I invested in is actually doing a good when job. You know why? Yeah. So that was the thing about Luna for me, right? It's like it's like that's that was the underlying thing. It's like you know, I knew as all these protocols get got rolled out. Like people like to talk shit about Anchor Protocol right now, right? Like it's like that was their AAVE, right? That was their borrowing. You know, you put up collateral, you can borrow against your collateral, and you borrow UST against your collateral, okay? Mm -hmm. And the big thing about that was like if you want to, you can take UST and you can put it into what's called earn and you can get 20% off of that. Now, what they were doing was – no different than what happens at banks or even credit card companies where they go for a limited time we're going to give you this fixed rate yeah and and that is something that they are basically eschewing funds Mm -hmm. in order to fund that's just how that is that's that's just it's done in the real world it's done the blockchain whenever i say your financial system is being replicated in the blockchain this is part of it right so so but the idea of Anchor was always to have the amount that they provide in earn to be in flux based on usage. Mm-hmm. So like the more people use it, the more earn will come down. Mm-hmm. And and people, anyone who watched, who, who was part of Crypto Corner knows that because we talked about that so much. Like the more, the you know, people had like a year in earn to like get like between 18 and 20% and it mm-hmm. was in flux, but you know, we weren't expecting that to last because of the amount of people that were adopting Anchor. Mm-hmm. It was like getting fucking bananas, right? And uh, so the we had this thing happen that May where, you know, um, basically UST had slipped its peg for the first time. So UST is a stable coin. It should always be worth 100 pennies or $1, right? Always. Well, it slipped its peg. It was... It was like 97 cents, 95 cents. I think it went to like 80 something cents. Even. Oh. And so the idea is you're supposed to be able to sell Luna to buy back UST to restore the peg. Right. So like I'm selling this Luna because it's worth more than UST and it's being used like the pair that I'm selling it for is Luna UST. So then UST is going back up because Luna is being sold for it. Mm. Okay. So, so there was a cataclysmic event that happened though, where we saw the price of Luna tumble. It went from like 30 bucks, like all the way down, like three, like three fifty, And a bunch of people at the time were getting liquidated in anchor because, um, 
they had borrowed against collateral that they had put up into Anchor. And if you can't cover, you know, what you put up in collateral, if that price goes underneath that, you lose it. You lose your collateral to mm-hmm. pay off your loan. It, it goes instantly to pay off your loan. That's the idea behind it. Yeah. So there was a cascading liquidation effect that happened because of the depegging of UST. So in response to that happening, Luna actually recovers big time because they immediately um, added liquidity, deep, like a bunch of liquidity into the um, anchor pool, right? So it was like they put a fuck ton of treasury money in there just to have anchor be more solvent because mm-hmm. they needed to have people have faith in like if they're going to, you know, put their money into anchor, yeah. there's going to be a place to pull it from, right? So, which is great. Which is great. Yeah. The more liquidity, the better. And UST was fucking killing it after that. Like, there was never anything, like any, well, there was never any visible depegging that was happening. Like, nothing that was going on where everyone's like, oh, I'm still scared shitless. Mm-hmm. Like, and Luna, because of all the different applications that were being built for it, it wasn't just Anchor, although Anchor was heavily, you know, when we always talk about total value locked in Crypto Corner. Like the amount of money that is locked up into one protocol, like for for Anchor, it was like in the billions and billions and billions. It was like the, it was like getting, getting to be a majority of what was going on. But there's so much more to Luna than Anchor. There was so much being built, lending, borrowing, other stuff. Not even just Anchor. There was there's other stuff going on with it, like the NFT marketplaces. There's there's so much going on with Luna. So many like AMMs or automated market makers. There's clever. Um, uses of crypto with some of the smartest devs I've ever seen involved in the space. I got Amazon things and CB2 furniture. It was fun. From but, Luna. But the point is, is that all these different um, places needed the same thing. They all needed UST. Mm-hmm. So UST, for every $1, every $1 of UST you generate, $1 of Luna gets burned. UST becomes this fucking force mm-hmm. right it was like putting coal into um a, a coal fired engine mm-hmm. right you're just scooping it in and it's creating steam and you're getting a lot of momentum mm-hmm. and that's what happened right so we're going fucking bananas we're beating the market we beat everything we beat every commodity everything you can name every stock no matter what you can talk about we beat it all we went up more than i mean it was nuts right because UST was constantly burning Luna. So the circulating supply for Luna was shrinking constantly. And that was something we were always watching too on Crypto Corner. So it was like, it was just this beautiful symbiosis of like, you did the work, you put in the time, you did the research, and now it's paying off. Right. So, um, you know, we fast forward, it's like December of last year. 2021. 2021. And, you know, Luna hits a hundred for the mm-hmm. first time ever, which was bananas. We, I mean, we had, uh, we were in a, um, hotel. No, we were in the, that restaurant, uh, yard house. We were having drinks. Oh, that was before. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was before. Okay. That was a personal milestone. That right? was a personal milestone, yeah. but that was very, very awesome. That was right next to, that was to when it. I beat my old own. We had stack. just moved to Vegas. So I thought it was the same time period. Cause it was yeah. like Dece- right before December. Yeah. Yeah. But no, that was a big milestone for sure. Yeah. We had a drink because I I told you yeah. a long time ago that we would do that when that happened. Mm-hmm. That did happen, which is awesome. Um, and then, you know, yeah, December happens and we get to 100 per Luna and like it was wild. Mm-hmm. And 
one of the things I was most excited about that Luna was um, was doing was just rolling out all these other amazing protocols. It wasn't just about to be Anchor. It was like, you know, it doesn't matter. There's one called Mars. There's a bunch of different ones, right? Yeah. There's one called Astroport that exists already. There's a bunch of stuff. There's just, and there was so much more coming. Like there was Anchor protocol insurance coming from this thing called Ozone. There was just so much going on, right? And it's easy to have the news like this close to your face about yeah. something that you believe in and pay attention to that instead of, you know, going, well, man, I really killed this market. I really should pay myself for it. Right. Which I wasn't, Take some of I your wasn't gains. really doing, you know, other than filling our house with plants and, and, and lamps and furniture and shit. Like I really could have done way more to do that. And especially to do what my ultimate plan was. Cause I, you know, if anybody's ever been in crypto corner, I have this thing called the tripod, which is like Bitcoin, Ethereum, and BNB. That's your most reliable things that you could hold in crypto. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, even though I was very much, you know, wearing Luna merch all the time and stuff, for me, I never added Luna to the tripod because I was. It was always something you have to pay way more attention to. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be very, very on the ball. It's like the difference of like individual stocks versus an index. Absolutely. Yeah, then index is like you're it's more likely it's, it's going to grow go. slower but it's it's more stable it's growing at a more stable pace. Yes. Yeah. So so that was my whole thing with with Luna. It's like you have to be there. You have to like you can't just walk away for months. Yeah. Like you have to be there because you don't know what could happen. Like people would tell me all the time in crypto like, "Hey Steve, why shouldn't I sell my fucking house and put in anchor protocol?" And I'm like, "Because it could get hacked." Mm-hmm. Like, dude, I'm like, yeah, you know, the equivalent of FDIC insurance for Anchor is coming, but it's not out yet. And even when it was out, it came out in test form. Like mm-hmm. only like a, like a couple hundred people got it instead of like it being something that was pervasive for everyone to a- have access to. So, so that, you know, it, it was like, hey, we're getting there, but we're not there. So that's all well and good, right? But the important thing is that my goal in being in crypto and for as much as it's like, oh, Steve, you know, I was a million dollars and all that stuff. It's not about the fiat. I don't care because this, we put in $18,000. Like the idea behind this is to get more crypto mm-hmm. because I believe in this space so much and I wanted to get more of the tripod, right? So it's like you use Luna to beat Bitcoin in the ratios. You can basically turn yeah. um, your position into a, mining rig almost like you're printing because you're beating it in the ratios you're printing bitcoin. more bitcoin yeah. more ethereum more bnb because you're beating those coins in the ratios which is what i was doing the whole fucking run i just wasn't paying myself for it yet mm-hmm. i got too greedy but um fortunately and unfortunately um february comes along and ukraine happens with mm-hmm. putin and and you remember this night yeah. i came to you and I was like, man, I had, I just sold two thousand Luna, and to de-risk. To de-risk because whenever big news events happen, this happens with the stock market too. It just creates fear and instability in the market, and so things start getting very volatile. So this is like when it was just too scary not yeah. to because you just don't know what could happen. Like yeah. honestly, they could announce that a, a nuke had been misfired, yeah, and it fell in the ocean, and that would be enough to tank markets meltdown wise mm-hmm. worldwide. You just don't know what could happen. The variance is too crazy. So I was like, man, and I remember telling you this, and I was so bummed. You remember this? I yeah. was like, I had to sell two thousand Luna. Because you didn't want to sell. I don't want to sell my Lunas because for me, it feels like how it felt with Ethereum where I was like, 
I have a lot of Ethereum yeah. and then I dumped it for something else, yeah. which did fine, but then I didn't capitalize on yeah, it. Yeah, and Ethereum blew up. And Ethereum blew up. Yeah. And then, you know, yeah, OMG tanked after that. And I was like, man, I really, you know, could, you know, this feels like the next Luna for me, be, or I'm sorry, the next uh, Ethereum for me, mm-hmm. positionally too. It's like, man, I have way more Ethereum or, um, you know, Luna now than I had in Ethereum mm-hmm. and it's been killing Ethereum. So I was like, man, this is so, this is like killer. And also I saw it as like, um, you know, I saw it as like, I, I knew a lot about something mm-hmm. and I was quitting on some of it. Well, you sold Luna for a different reason than, the, than selling Ethereum. Yes, true. The, the de-risking true. is completely it's different. That's what I learned. Yeah. It's what I learned from the from the Ethereum and, and OMG uh, mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I remember telling Nikki that. I was, I was like, I couldn't look at you if all this shit just fucking went down. And it's like, what'd you learn from last time? And I would have to say, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So like as melancholy as I was that night, I knew I did the right thing. Exactly. And I told my people, I was like, uh, this is February. I have this little area where I tell everyone what my moves and are. And I said you did the right thing too. Yeah, you did. Yeah. You were very awesome. I needed to hear that. But I yeah. but you know, I needed to hear that from you because yeah. you're one of the people that I respect the most. And I just needed to hear it from you. And then um yeah, so then fast forward, right? It's you know, May. May Day. May Day, yeah. And Luna slips the peg. So now it's almost like May 2.0 because like we're talking about is this about is this happening again? Do we have deeper liquidity to fucking absorb the shock? Yeah. And as we're kind of finding out, it was an attack. There were I mean, you can track it to 20 wallets right now. And basically the idea is that as I talked about on, on the show before, um UST had grown a lot. Like like Luna had grown a fuck ton, obviously, in market cap, but UST had grown so much that now, you know, it was worth $18 billion market cap. So if you, that, that just means like if you add up all of the UST that exists, it's worth $18 billion. Mm-hmm. So $18 million market cap, right? Well, I think that that, you know, that already posited a problem for, for Luna, especially now in retrospect. But like, you know, we all, we all had heard of the, the, um, well, not just heard, but we experienced the depegging of a year prior. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, they have more liquidity now, so they could absorb the shock with that. But um, isn't it an issue that UST doesn't really have anything underlying supporting it, right? So, like, if there was a bank, if there was a bank run on the dollar, could the bank support that, mm-hmm. right? No, I don't think so. Mm-mm. And and so that's kind of what happened with Luna, right? It's like. Well, there's $18 billion. They, um, Doquan announced to the world. Doquan is. Oh, the, oh, I'm sorry. Of Terra Luna. He was the, the guy behind all of it. He was one of the two founders of it. He announces, we're going to back UST, back the peg with Bitcoin. And I remember being so stoked on this. And so was the market. The market was really stoked on it too. So we were beating the market even more back then. We went from 100 to 120 because of this. But the idea was that, like, you know, um, they're going to buy billions of dollars of Bitcoin. And if anything happened with the peg again, they could sell that Bitcoin into UST. That would be the pair. And that would restore the peg. Because Bitcoin is like 
the gold standard. Like, it is. It's, it's like, the it's the storage of money. It's, yeah. You know, it's what if you believe in crypto, you have to believe in Bitcoin. Yeah. So that's that's the whole thing. It's and by the way, you could argue how volatile Bitcoin is, blah blah blah. But everyone's saying how we're in a bear market right now, right? And yeah, I think we are too. But and and the market is dumped, quote unquote. It's so dumped. Mm-hmm. But Bitcoin's twenty nine thousand tonight. So like, yeah. there you go. Exactly. Like it's really proven itself. If anything, it's proven itself even more because of the scarcity of Bitcoin, which is the whole idea. There's only two million Bitcoins left to be printed or mined, right? So yeah. So the last one gets mined hundred years from now. It's mm-hmm. pretty fucking good for yeah. supply. Um. So that's the idea. So that that was what they were trying to do, but the mechanism wasn't integrated yet. So so when I talk about UST, right? For every one dollar of UST you generate, one dollar of Luna gets burned. For every one dollar of of Luna you generate, uh, one dollar. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, for every one dollar of Luna that you generate, one dollar of UST gets burned. Right. So there's that symbiosis. The balance, yeah. A little balance, but but um, the mechanism for UST being backed by Bitcoin wasn't baked into the cake yet. Mm-hmm. It w- it just existed through they filled a wallet with Bitcoin. Under the uh, uh, the the with the knowledge that like hey we'll we'll sell this for mm-hmm. UST if that issue ever happened, and then there was somebody I think months prior to that there was somebody who said hey this depegging incident could happen in a major way and we'll get a we could get a black swan event that ends up like destroying the entire uh-huh. thing, and Do Kwan, the founder of Terra says try it and any billionaires who follow me. Try it. See what happens. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, should have been a warning sign to <laughs> all of us holding it. Should have been. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like a Steve Green comeback. I know, right? I love talking <laughs> shit. Yeah. Try it. It's, it's like, don't, don't distract no, don't, them. Don't, don't try do it. it. Don't Please try don't. it. Don't. Yeah. So, 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 so guess what? Somebody tried it because, um, there, and it, and as, we think it's an inside job because of the way it went down, right? Well, 20 wallets. Yeah. They tracked 20, 20 wallets pulling liquidity of UST at the same time, right? Mm-hmm. And here's what you could argue. You could look at something on the blockchain because it's all a public distributed ledger. You could look at it and not determine intent. You'll never be able to determine intent from looking at a transaction on the blockchain. Mm-hmm. But the way that it happened, right? So there was a, a liquidity pool called Curve. They were pulling liquidity from UST Okay, that they were going to use to work on to build this mechanism out. And that left us vulnerable for a certain limited period of time, which is why, you know, some people have postulated that perhaps it was an inside job at Terraform Labs, which is the the group, the entity that is behind Terra. But we just don't know. Mm -hmm. So all we can do is track it to blockchain transactions. So, you know, as this was going on, as UST slips the peg, a, a huge amount of UST leaves 20 wallets. Seven of them were populated with the most amount of UST like within two months. They had mm. never existed before and all of a sudden they exist two months prior Sus. and they're the ones who are dumping first. Yeah, come on. So, so you know, you can't determine intent from blockchain. So even as I sit here, do I know that that happened for sure? Do I understand the intent of that? No, but it all happened very quickly within the same period of time. And all of it happened after they pulled that liquidity from Curve. So, you know, we find ourselves in a moment where Terraform Labs has to pull that Bitcoin and use it to try to restore the peg. So what they do, because they don't have the mechanism built into 
the blockchain platform yet. They had to send it to what's called an OTC desk or an over-the-counter desk. They had to send it to an entity that would then sell it for UST to restore the peg, but it was too late. We were already just bleeding by then and everyone was so scared because of the amount, right? You have to think about you're backing $18 billion of market cap with $3 billion. So between the floor and the ceiling, there's a lot of air. Yeah. And the cascading effect of that, it was just too much momentum to, to, to overcome. And we got attacked. And like I said to, to people watching us, like Crypto Corner, that night, we got attacked. They were successful. They found a vulnerability. They exploited it. They won. We lost. That's kind of the game sometimes. It sucks. It blows. I'm not undermining any of that. It's just how the game can be played sometimes when there's a critical vulnerability in your platform. And it's also how new things get created to prevent things like that from happening. So it sucks that you're the trailblazer that got bit by the rattlesnake. Yes. But now there's rattlesnake, you know, cures or whatever. Like they figured out how to get to suck the poison out. Like I I tell people all the time in Crypto Corner, I'm like, dude, we were the astronauts who got to go to the moon. But then what happens when you're on the moon? You want to go home. (laughs) I mean, what do you do? What can you do on the moon? You can look around and go, I'm on the moon. There's no oxygen. You maybe slap your friend high five but it's like you're underwater so it's like kind of weird and you're like oh, that's yeah. kind of fun maybe you golf like a couple of swings and you're like yeah i kind of want to go i home. would jump a little bit because yeah, that would seem fun i would want to jump yeah but then you know once you're on the moon you kind of just want to go home and then have everyone go like man you went to the fucking moon it's pretty crazy yeah have your wife like suck your dick be like you went to the fucking moon i'm sucking a guy i'm sucking a moon man's dick yeah. pretty yeah. crazy that, i just want to suck a dick of someone that's going to the moon but yeah. moon man's met, cock i want some moon man cock but See? having a Cock. Yeah, you're back, it's back to normal it sucks whatever but that's so that's the thing right when you get to the moon you kind of want to go home and that's kind of what people in crypto don't really talk about because we went to the moon two thousand percent is fucking insane mm. but once you're there you kind of just want to go home <laughs> <laughs> and 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 you what know, does that mean in crypto terms going home then what's that mean uh de-risking yeah making sure that that when you go home, there's sick stuff to look at because yeah. you made it, or at least even if there's not sick stuff to look at, like you, you made back your life comfortable enough yeah. so that you can kind of do that thing, which I like to do, where you just sort of like relax after you did the work. Mm-hmm. Like you just get to take that moment and relax after you did the work. Yeah. So yeah, it that look, I didn't get to, to de-risk as much as I wanted to, but I got to de-risk, thank God. Yeah, thank God thank you God. did. And because I did that, and ultimately that's what it's all about for me. Like turning a small amount of money into a big amount of money mm-hmm. is not about the big amount of money. It's about turning that into bigger positions of cryptos that I believe in mm-hmm. so that I have stronger position for the next run because it's all about the next run. It's right. all about the next move. Which is great, but you also learn to take some profits take, off oh, the top. Pay myself yeah, more to on pay the way, yourself on the way, on the way Yes, yeah. pay myself Because the positions are great, but it's not yes. everything. Like you just take a little bit. Exactly. So pay that yourself. you can go. Hey, yes. but but yeah. And that's the other thing too is like, you work so hard to find the right move. Mm-hmm. You made the right move. You didn't pay yourself the whole time. It's like what I say when I like when I'm doing really well in poker and I like triple my stack and then I'm like, you know, I should buy like a sandwich or something or something. But I don't. Right. Instead, I go punt off my freaking stack and See? then I'm pissed and then I it fuels me for the next thing. But then I'm just like, it's the best. I'm, I mean, even if I go home, I'm like, I'm like, I could have had that. Like I could have yes. just like 
gone home with like more if I didn't just if I didn't love the game so much. <laughs> I know. I know how that feels. But that's the thing, right? And the, and so the saddest thing about all this is all the people who got so wrecked that they didn't see a way out. They saw no light. They saw just darkness. Like my heart goes out to all those people because like you, you heard about that, I'm sure. Like there was some people who bought Luna and they took their own lives. Oh, yeah. Like it's just that's, crazy that's, to think about. I, I don't like thinking about that. That's so sad. It's so sad. Yeah. And, and like... You know, for that, like, all I can do is think about, like, for me, for anybody who ever invested in Luna, all I can ever think about is there's always another move. There's always another move. And also, again, going back to the don't put anything in there that you're not, never that you afforded, need to survive yeah, with, no, you know. Never that's, put in more than you, you're willing to lose because you really can lose in this game. You mm. can. you and, and you will if you're not paying attention. You will. There's this variance is stuff that you can't control. Absolutely. But the movement is not dead. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the idea, the, the underlying idea behind crypto is not dead. And it can't shake me. Look, losing what I lost in this, it can't shake me because honestly, I'm still up on where I started the last run. And then, so, so like, and then the last run, I'm still up on where I started that last run. So it's like, that's that to me is the progress yeah. that I can take into this next run. Well, there are a couple. So people message me like, you know, some are kind of a lot of them are really, uh, you know, giving condolences. Like, I'm sorry. I hope you guys didn't get hurt nice. too much. Blah, blah, very blah. Nice. And then some of them are just like, you know, talking shit. They're like, y'all are broke now. And I'm like, OK. Uh, and then and some are like, uh, you know, Steve doesn't know what he's doing or whatever. And I'm like, it's really funny how some people could think that something is super like that you're really bad at what you're doing because you made a 300% ROI as opposed to a 3000% because it used to be 3000% and now it's only 300%. I agree with them. Could have been better. I think that's very silly. I also explained to just like a, a couple because in my vlog on my vlog channel youtube.com slash nikki it's such a small community that I usually reply to comments like yeah. in the first hour that a video goes up yeah. and um, you know I, I explained to some person I was like um you know, I don't feel broke just, you know, losing a million dollars on paper is yeah. like, wow, that's a lot of money on paper that you lost. But I, it doesn't change our daily lives Nothing about because our what lives. you should be doing and what we've said in previous financial episodes is you have your, you have your investment accounts separate yes. from your day-to-day -day living expenses. It, it should never be cutting into like your meal at dinner, you know? I think that, you know, we, we say have an emergency fund. Sometimes people are in lots of debt. And so like you try to get out of debt first and then then build your emergency fund and then do the investing. Yes. So you always have these layers before you're like, well, we never, look, to find people a think we bought our house with crypto. Like they don't know. I know. Don't That's know. another thing. Like when things are going really well in crypto, yeah. people attribute anything I'm buying like, to like, oh, Steve did so well in crypto that you got to it's buy a house. Like, like no, no, no. Actually, we explained in another episode how <laughs> real estate actually goes up and then you can sell your house at a point and take and have made a lot in equity yeah. that can then buy you another house. And that's exactly what happened with yep. our house yep. was that the real estate market has exploded and, um, Guess who uh, does the real estate invest in research? Hey, hell yeah. Hell it's a fact. Yeah. I didn't so, even but, set foot in this house until the day we were putting pen to paper <laughs> because I was too busy with crypto stuff. Yeah, I was obsessed with 
with studying the real estate market, like how you how Steve is with crypto. I just wanted a house so bad, but I, yeah. did, I wanted to buy at the right time. And people at the time were like, wait till the bubble burst, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't know if it's going to burst here in L.A. So then uh, well, I trusted you and I trust yeah, Ray. And I was like, this I is just easy. need to find the right deal. And the right deal was a, on a neighborhood that was. A, a burgeoning neighbor what, yep. what do they call it yeah it's, it's yeah. Coming, coming up yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah and uh and that's the same thing with with crypto when you talk about timing it's Absolutely. like finding the right coin but at the right time like yes. when it's about to go up yes. and so i did that and found a place in our budget and um i only you know put 15 percent down at the time and the roi on the equity put into just the house that we live in not even like real estate investments like not rental properties or anything but just yep. the house that we live in the equity has gone up like 300 or something that's not that good 300 percent 300 is not that good 300 percent remember yeah it's not that good that could have had more so then i just used it for this house <laughs> yeah and so that's how that's how we got and by the way the fight continues like the idea that I am done yeah. because of this setback, which really is just like, thank God I cashed out. Like I said, like uh, like a, at least I took, um, I de-risked, or I I would actually definitely be crestfallen compared to where I'm at right now, which is why like during Crypto Corner while all this shit's going down, I'm telling people like, hey, we will live to fight another day, dude. Yeah, this is not done. The, nobody saw me break at all or anything i mean just, that's just not how i am no. like like none of this stuff is like like i was definitely melancholy while it was going down like yeah. around the house and stuff i'm like man this is fucking wild and shit but i wasn't ever like oh i'm done this is over like oh we'll never be back or anything no. if anything i'm like there's uh, there's only the next mission we're, mm -hmm. we're all we're moving on to the next there's always the next move and 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 for me i just still love the space so i'm you know, I'm already accumulating the next of the gems that I believe will will take me to the next level. Yeah. I mean, and I've been doing that since last summer. So it's you and know, like is even it, while I was buying Luna, I was de-risking into other positions that I thought would do really well later. So is it a, an extremely volatile market that can impact your emotions? Absolutely, and that is also why I think that that's so important that you talk about the like the. Would you call it the tripod? Yes. Um, where like if you can't, if you know yourself, yes, and you will not be able to emotionally handle such drastic swings that exactly. could possibly happen. Maybe they don't happen, but they could possibly happen. Yeah. You should just buy Bitcoin, or or buy the tripod. Buy Bitcoin the tri and the tripod. Yeah, yeah, the tripod. Yeah. yeah. And that, well, yeah, Bitcoin. Just buying Bitcoin is fine too. Yeah, honestly, yeah. But like buy like a, it's like the equivalent of buying an index, of buying into yeah, an index absolutely. fund. You know? absolutely. Absolutely. It's less touch and go. It's like you're just you're just there because you're putting your money and parking it somewhere. Yeah. Like the touch and go part, you have to be ready for variance and you have to be ready for you have to be up on the news. You have to be paying attention to what's going on in the space. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, look at what's happening with Solana right now. Like Solana keeps on having network downtime. I'm not even really knocking them. It's just like that's a big problem for faith. So like now people who are using Solana are like cool what is it a nine to five blockchain like what's going on with that like you're gonna fucking take the blockchain down like like is the blockchain up during weekends like yeah <laughs> you know what I mean like that that creates faith issues and I'm like okay, I'm not, I'm not trying to take the easy shot I'm just trying to say like like this is you really do have to pay more attention if you're going to be into riskier assets yeah it just is. and that's how it is with every market yes so yes. yeah um I I just I think that that's more of a mind you have to prime your mindset 
to even get into that sort of space. And for that, I think you should read the book Cashflow Quadrant by Robert Kiyosaki or Rich Dad Poor Dad by him. He's just, uh, those books are really good yes, for- Yes, I love Rich Dad Poor Dad. Like understanding what type of mindset you have that you may not even know that you've been conditioned to mm -hmm. have and how you have to change it in order to think more of like an investor would. Absolutely. And I think that's a, uh, those are just really good books for that. Um, just put that out there. Uh, but yeah, that is, we're at our time. Thank you for touching base yeah. with us on that because I know a lot of people were asking, a lot of yeah. people I've been were like, to talk about it. I know, like a lot of people were like, oh, he's avoiding it. No, he wasn't avoiding it. Though We had a lot of, we stockpiled these episodes. We had a lot of variants. Yeah. <laughs> well, the one time variants. that I thought we were going to talk about it, Jess came over and then we, we were talking about didn't want to leave her downstairs. And then, yeah, we were talking about mental health, which was great. Yeah. And it was also mental health awareness. Oh, but, like I it wanted to talk about mental health too. And so, yeah. yeah, we touched on it a little bit, but yeah, I think people were really interested in hearing. Yes all of your thoughts on it and if you want way more in-depth thoughts you can we record all of the crypto corner episodes yes. are uh they're live stream but then if you're part of the patreon you can go back and review them and stuff so patreon.com slash sticky s-t-i-k-k-i you can see everything how it went down what people are working on now and that community is really supportive oh, they're too the best, they're dude. really awesome they're the best if you have any questions or want to talk shop with anybody and like maybe you don't have anyone in your personal life to talk to like definitely come over check it out and it's that again it's like it's like five bucks a month like it's not yeah, even dude, we, like it's for the the smallest tier like we're not even trying to we want i just love people learning anything. about the space yeah. and honestly like and like i said the, the corners are not discouraged the corners if anything no there's only the next mission. And and it's really just about, you know, dude, I didn't learn as much until I got wrecked the first time. And then, you know, yeah, it's it's pretty funny. I got wrecked again, but I de-risked enough where it's not, you know, it, you it's exponential increases. Yeah. Exactly. But, but I just want to call it out, right? It's like exponential increases that have made it so I have more firepower. So like during this bear market, I'm going to start even harder than I started last time. So like if you thought I was obnoxious before, mm -hmm. it's gonna get fucking crazy this next time because <laughs> I'm doing it again already. You double, triple, do dog down on this everything. What I do, motherfucker. It is what you do. Look, I'm not to work too hard. I was in the best one in 2017. Mm -hmm. I was in the best one this run. Mm -hmm. Watch me, motherfucker. Watch me. And I said we are out of time, okay. but. Come back and double down again <laughs> next time. I'll be back. Uh, we will be back here next week. Yep. Um, thank you for watching. Please check out our sponsors. Rate us on iTunes. Do all that fun stuff that helps us out a lot. And we appreciate you all. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Ta Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit